0: I'm recording already. What by the time you say "Are you ready?" I look down and it's been read for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> damn it! I didn't mean to say any of that.
1: Right? Well, yeah, yeah. It, I, that is what I'm going for in this podcast. It's just to catch you saying something you're not supposed to.
0: Oh wow, yeah, boy, that's gonna be tough. Jeez, I know. Like, crazy. it's not
1: like we. You and I are really good. We're really professional. We rarely say anything we shouldn't say.
0: I was horrified when my mother told me, I saw her this last week, horrified when she said, oh yeah, I, I listened to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking when we're, okay, well, I'm not even a revisit, but she did talk about the mouthwashing. So, oh, did she? Yeah, did she? So that was good. She appreciated We it. did have
1: an episode all about mouthwashing though, instead of I using think, soap.
0: Was that sponsored
1: by Listerine? Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: because so. every okay. every
1: episode is sponsored by someone, and no one. You kind of kind of like this. That's how we talk about uh, talk about this podcast. You know, it's that's the tagline. Yeah. It's a sponsored it's by something. Everything and nothing.
0: Yet no one. Or exactly. Every podcast is sponsored by someone, but they still owe us the money. Right. Maybe that's that's a really good way of saying it, John. <laughs> that's a good great job way to do it. Hey, yeah. listen, uh, Procter and Gamble. If you're looking to save some money, hey, do some sponsorships for us, and then don't pay us. It, I love it. I love it. We are influencers
1: of the highest wow. regard. Yeah, we sure are. We, we are have influenced ourselves hey. to thinking.
0: But well, we we barely influence others. Um yeah. I I don't think. And, and it's important. I think maybe the influence rises when we talk about new things that we're discovering about each other. Because even after all the years you and I have known each other and all the how many podcasts, 100 and 100, this will be 152 or
1: 153, I think. 53 episodes that we've done. You know what I've discovered mm. is that when you're talking to me right now, you are, we're only seeing half your face. Uh, yep. Now we're seeing the other half. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I was probably leaning over. You were you, and you tend to do that. Let me guess. You have your screen shut off, so you can't see the split.
0: Yes, I can't see the split, but I can fix that if you want me to. Hold on. Oh,
1: Oh, I don't care. Hi. Now you're in the middle. You do look good.
0: Very, very handsome.
1: You blend into the background so well. You're like (laughs) a. You like when you turn a certain way, the black shirt with the black background. Your head is just floating.
0: Actually, this is an optical illusion. It's a blue background oh you just don't and my shirt is on. white oh <laughs> <laughs> i do that would work. nice so okay. getting back to the things that we don't know about each other okay a few things um what i've learned recently is that you sir Are an expert at vehicle modifications.
1: I am an expert at vehicle (laughs) modifications. I really am. Our our friends, our friends Mike and Bill, also know that I am an expert. I I sent them a picture the other day. I decided to go ahead and make a few modifications to my Mercedes. Yes, and they're very subtle. And I'm going to show you a picture
0: here in a minute, and we'll see if you can tell the difference. Subtle but far-reaching. I mean, I, I would agree they're subtle. I did not expect most of them, let's say. Um, yeah. But they are, wow, I, I had to do a double take.
1: Yeah. And and most people who really know me know that I can't even use tools to get myself to think outside the box. <laughs> so when I say modifications are minor, they're, they're extremely minor. And uh, are you ready for me to show the, the modifications that I made to the Jeep? Uh, I guess, but let me just say you've outdone yourself. Go ahead. I, I, thank you, thank you. I worked really hard. It took me a while, hmm. um, and uh, I had to buy a lot of tools to uh, to get well, this you painted. done. I mean, the
0: paint. I, I it did. Worked. I
1: know. It, yeah. So, so anyone who has ever seen a Mercedes like this, you, I guarantee you haven't. So here we go. So here are the modifications I made to the Mercedes. Yeah. Let's see if anyone can actually notice. Here we go. Here we go. See that the before and after.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah. Those are the modifications yeah. I I made to uh, to yes. midnight. That's uh,
0: and the same background, too. Same background, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, same angle, usually, really. So, uh, yeah, in the same spot. That That is is a beautiful new white Mercedes that you now own. Mercedes spelled J-E-E-P, yes. <laughs> and that would explain, again, the uh, the significance of the sign behind your
1: head. Exactly. It is now, I should put this in the garage now. If I didn't want to ruin it, I probably would. Actually, but you should. I know I should. Well, there's nothing to hang because it's parked in, right in front of it is where I have all of my tools. It's a big shelving unit, so I can't really hang anything there. Oh,
0: well. Yeah,
1: should. so... That's anyway, awesome. Well, so uh, the real
0: news is not that you're a, a modifier of I'm not a modifier whatsoever. No, that would be I finally I finally, after a hundred and
1: maybe thirty plus episodes of talking about wanting a new Jeep, mm-hmm. I finally went out and bought
0: a new Jeep. And and one other thing I noticed because I I, I really mm-hmm. pay attention to minutia, uh-huh. and that is um uh, there are no gas stains on the ground where you might have gassed there it up are or, no gas stains
1: those, at least not yet um okay. there will there will be gas stains just not as much as a normal jeep oh. because it is a four by e
0: wow okay yeah. four by e and that means is that a hybrid or is that it a, is a uh, plug-in e? electric hybrid yes very or nice it's a path
1: which is why they call it a plug-in plug electric, electric. hybrid, yeah <laughs> Pl- plug-in electric hi- hybrid vehicle a pev yeah fev yep, fev. 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 yep. <laughs> yeah it's so and and this is i mean it's not it's not a, a big deal it's it's just unique because it's cheap and you know Jeep wrangler for that matter is it's a hybrid it's it's I,
0: actually here I thought you said it's cheap, cheap. did you say it, cheap? definitely not cheap <laughs> <laughs> oh I must, that i i would like to i'd already. like to be able to
1: hide that and and you know really ignore the fact that that was said on the podcast but no
0: i I can't that, even can't even would, deny anyone looks up a a, uh, a jeep hybrid because yeah be hiding the exactly well you know, so was... for people who don't know talk about how that how that works with the plug-in hybrid is it is there uh, there's a gasoline motor as there's well a, and it's supplemental yes. to the yes to the EV- so EV-book well with
1: plug-in? the with the Jeep 4xe, it's, you have a gas engine, you have an electric engine. It can run in hybrid mode, so it'll it'll use the electric engine sometimes. It'll use the gas engine sometimes, just depending on what you're doing, with the type of traffic, the type of driving. Uh, you can also put it in full electric, so you can drive without the engine. Unless you're really trying to push it or you're going up a really big hill, the engine will kick in at some point, but it's very, very rare. Or you can go full engine, and then that engine will actually charge the battery when you're doing
0: it that way. So, um, so you have there, three options. Is the plug in necessity then? Is it um, uh, so if you come home and you were high or you were uh, uh, electric all day and you just had a short commute, um, you could plug it in at night and it would just a very started.
1: short commute.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Yeah. From the garage to the house. <laughs> but, uh, I, we, to
1: the we, yeah, we joke and and it is so I can go i've already done this i can go from the house to the grocery store to jen's studio and back home and still have half a battery so how many miles is that uh round trip that's about and and keep in mind when i'm saying this there's a lot of hills and a lot of stuff sure excuse me a lot of stopping and starting as well um that's about a five six mile round trip so not not terribly terribly much but i mean it's it's not meant to be a lot because you can get about 20 miles, 21 miles. And also keep in mind, it was very, very cold when I did that. Sure. I only had the Jeep for a few days. So um,
0: it it only goes about 20 miles on an electric charge. That is one of the things, interestingly, is not to digress onto this, but it, that a lot of uh, BEV, the battery uh, electric vehicles and the hybrids, they often talk in terms of mileage, if you will. Mm-hmm. uh as much higher than it is in the real world because right. assuming under track conditions or perfect you know factory measures that you don't have headwinds and you don't have right lots of and, and certainly the one thing that they have a hard time replicating is temperature changes and yes low temperatures Truly knock off that that overall yeah. uh, EV performance. It it does, and I'll say because I can watch it on my dashboard.
1: And when it was that cold, it was only saying at a full charge twenty one miles. Hmm. But then when it warmed up about twenty degrees, I actually got up to twenty four miles on there. Okay. So it it did make a difference. And the one thing I I, I don't have a way to prove this yet because again I haven't had it that long I haven't been able to test it that much but from the videos that I've been watching of other people that have owned them or are testing them Mm -hmm. Jeep is actually one of very few companies that gives as close to an actual number for mileage so yeah I might say 20 and that might be oh that's not a lot and you it's probably not that much well actually no it it will go 20 miles and, and what is the fuel tank size Do you know off the top of your head i don't know the tank size that's a great question um i haven't used that much fuel i mean i i had to drive 100 miles to get it and 100 miles so i drove it 100 miles back it only had 10 miles on it when i oh. drove it off the lot so when i got home it was 110 miles and 30 of those miles uh, 28 of those miles were electric cool so yeah very very yeah. cool and well, I, have, I think i have about
0: half a tank left after i that. knew i knew how uh how much you wanted one of those and you and i talked uh, yeah obviously we, sometimes we talk when we're not on body miles i don't know if right once in a while very that. rarely but we do uh, yeah well i don't like to but um <laughs> but we talked about that particular vehicle and how you would had, you had, had to look in several places i mean it's tough to find specific vehicles yeah. these days it is it you is i actually
1: sleuth work i did i bought it while it was in transit and it yeah. just i honestly didn't expect it for another month and it was funny because i called and i i said i went up to the the jeep website and i did all the research and stuff like that and i found one and you know it was weird because it, it's my second choice of color mm-hmm. and it doesn't have the interior color i wanted but everything else is exactly what i wanted and that's why i just i went ahead and did it because it was either that or order it and wait nine to ten weeks for it and i wasn't i could have done that it would have been fine but once i actually make a decision i want to do it otherwise i'm gonna unmake that decision pretty quickly (laughs) um so so when i saw this and i found it on their website it didn't say in transit on the jeep website it said on the dealer's lot but then in the digital retailing tool it said in transit so i'm like okay well i'm sorry it didn't say anything on the jeep website whether it was in transit or on the lot but on theirs it said it was on the lot so i called them and i said I'm getting some mixed signals here. I'm sorry. I emailed them. I emailed the internet manager and I said, I'm getting some mixed signals here. Is this in transit? Is it on the lot? Or is it sold or spoken for? And she said, it's not on the lot, but it is in the holding lot here in Nashville. So it has arrived. It has come off the train and it is not spoken for. We have had some interest, obviously, the whole sales deal." And she said, if you want it, I'd put a deposit down on it. I did not do that, by the way. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Well, here's why. Because then I said, okay, well, here's the car I'm trading in, blah, 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 blah. We did all the work. We got all the numbers. And I said, let's do it. And right as soon as I said, let's do it, I mean, the emails passed in the in the ether. Um, I sent it. And the second I sent it, I got an email from her. And it said, guess what? The Jeep just got here. I'm going to shoot some pictures and send it wow, and text cool. it to you. And, cool. and it wasn't even PDI'd yet. And for those of you who don't know what PDI means is when it comes off the when it comes off the car carrier, it's got plastic all over it and the tires are covered up and stuff like that. They have to go in and they have to take all that off and they have to check the oil and, and do all of that mm-hmm. stuff to get the car ready for sale.
0: And PDI um, stands so for? I don't remember. <laughs> Pre-delivery inspection.
1: Thank you. Okay. Car guy. Um, car guy. I just, yeah. Sometimes I don't remember words. Words are bad. <laughs> anyway, so... I, you know, but it was still gorgeous. So I'm like, yes. great.
0: And then we worked out the deal and um, I went and picked it up the next day. So that's awesome. I yep. I think, and actually I, you know, I know you say that and you've obviously rehearsed that story that it was, uh, that it just came into the dealership, but I, I have it on pretty good authority that you actually took your Mercedes, found the transport truck and forced it off the road and drove it off yeah, the truck. That's exactly it. And mm-hmm. That's what I actually, that, hence, hence the, the, the modifications. Dealership. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah yeah you know so funny so interestingly enough this again this dealership is a hundred miles away 110 in change um but i didn't want to drive out there to get my mercedes appraised they actually have someone who goes to the auction for them and does some of their appraisals because they do sell a lot in nashville i guess that lives a block away from me oh so he came over and and appraised the car that's not the funniest part of the story i mean that was a really good service it was fantastic he was a great guy he's been in the business for 30 years owned a dealership and he said he's been he's Mm -hmm. been doing this for a while and has just had a a great a great time doing it um so i was you can see his house so i'm on a, a road called mccrory and mccrory hits all of the neighborhoods along and there are actually technically three neighborhoods on the strip that touch mccrory okay his neighborhood the road from or into his neighborhood is not on McCrory. It's on a different road, but okay. it looks like the neighborhood is coming off McCrory. So I'm, I'm setting that up because when you drive by, you can actually see his house,
0: oh. in McCrory, even <laughs>
1: though you can't get to it. That's funny. Then there's another neighborhood. Then there's mine. Um, well, you can get to it if you have a Jeep. Now I can. Well, I went to the store this morning, very early this morning. And, uh, I was just driving along and, and now I knew where his house was. So I'm like, I'm going to look and see where, his name is Wendell, see where Wendell's house is. Oh, there's Wendell's house. And there's Midnight sitting in his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. So I, I don't really know if he funny. bought it or if he's taking it to go sell it at auction. But yeah, it, it made cool. it a hundred miles that way, dropped it off, came back here three days later, it's parked in his driveway. <laughs> and,
0: wow. That's funny. And for those who don't know, Midnight was... Was the name of the Mercedes. Peyton names all of our cars. Who named it? Peyton. Peyton did? Peyton names all of our cars. That, of course, begs the question, what Mm -hmm. name, if any, because it's early still, has she given to the Jeep? She named it
1: before we even picked it up.
0: Oh, (laughs) okay.
1: So, as you guys, the people who actually watch the video, and you can see, it's a white... Rubicon. So, and it's a four by E. So everything is etched. All of the um, words and stuff have a blue shadow on it or the, and the hooks, the front hooks are blue. So it's white and blue. And uh, so Peyton named it Fjord. Fjord letting that white and blue, white and blue, like a, like a Fjord or the
0: ice covered Fjord. Fjord would be. Okay. And I've actually seen the Fjords, been on Uh the Fjords and They are sort of white and blue and there's some gray in there too, because some gray,
1: well, there's some gray on the Jeep too, because at the very, on the hood, the, uh, so in the middle, because it's a Rubicon has a little bump in the hood and the bump has a gray cover with a blue lining around
0: it. Okay. And I, I wasn't sure because when you, you actually mentioned that to me in passing the Fjord thing and I, I, I thought it was uh, a Norwegian F-150. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, a fjord <laughs> f-150
0: Fjord f-150 yeah oh yeah oh we got a new fjord that was a very good impression of a norwegian gentleman. that was
1: that was I, really I, good i know. i liked that quite a bit but anyway that's uh 17 minutes later that is my story yes well, i finally awesome. after Worthy. the the uh well i i do have a little bit more i want to tell you because i i, I knew, am excited I i'm very excited would not cover it it's not enough maybe 20
0: no. So
1: it's been 12 years since I owned a Jeep and for the last 11 years or yeah, 11 years, 11 months, I've wanted another Jeep. So this is, and and so a couple of things. One, this is the first Jeep that I've ever had to go purchase on my own because I was a kid for the first one Mm -hmm. and I inherited my second one. So this one, this one is the first one I went and I picked and I financed on my own. Mm Um, which is a pretty cool thing. It's also, if I if I'm being honest, the first new car that I've purchased for myself that wasn't on the last day of the month at a dealership when we were trying to hit our number. So it's exactly the car I want. Yeah. Rather than just I just need someone to buy a car.
0: One we needed to get rid of.
1: Exactly. (laughs) And don't fool yourself, people who have never worked in a dealership before, that happens quite a bit.
0: I've done it more than once. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Trying to hit a number yep
0: <laughs> Fine. um
1: yeah yeah so the other thing too with my old jeeps you know they were they were not the unlimited so they only had the two doors they were um they were uh what are not jk's they were what was before a tj was it
0: sure i don't remember Mike on the phone
1: yeah i know i i should know this i'm I'm okay. actually kind of upset with yes, myself for not remembering this. Well, but anyway I'm as
0: upset as we are
1: yeah the model years between 97 and 2006 both jeeps were in there so they were they were nicer than the older ones but they were still ran like a jeep they were rough they were soft tops you know and well one of them was a hard top but you you know you couldn't have a full conversation when you're driving down the road in one of these because they were they were noisy and i loved them and that's they're utilitarian so they're supposed to be sure one of my biggest concerns over the last 12 years and one of the reasons one of many reasons why i got rid of both besides the fact that the last one was when peyton was a baby and i didn't really want to put a car seat in the back seat Mm -hmm. um was because i drive a lot and i want to be comfortable on those long drives and the jeep is more for fun you don't really want to do you don't want to drive 10 hours without cruise control Mm -hmm. uh, in a jeep that the walls are going like this the whole time trust me (laughs) it's no fun (laughs) so that was always a concern when you get a jeep you know that's what it's going to be like and You know our job we do still drive a fair amount um and so you know that's that's always been a concern now i don't drive nearly as much as i used to which was a good justification then i get into fjord and start driving and believe it or not john well one fjord did i'm sorry midnight did have heated seats but it did not have a heated steering wheel it didn't have apple carplay It, it yeah i mean there were a few things that it was definitely lacking fjord has heated seats leather seats heated steering wheel, capital car play, huge eight and a half inch screen, 8.1 inch screen. Uh, It has an Alpine sound system. And the best part, because Jen was in the car with me the other day, I can have a conversation with the person next to me at 60 miles an hour without yelling.
0: Now I I had- And it's smoother than the Mercedes. I had a separate conversation with Jen and she didn't seem as happy about that, that she was able to talk with you. Yeah. (laughs) True. <laughs> a truer statement has not been <laughs> so, obviously because that's what I do um yeah. so but what I a little more because we're only 21 minutes into this now yeah I um compare because we love jeeps and, and I do too and I mm-hmm. I obviously know you do compare a little bit more I understand the longer wheelbase and the unlimited compared to the two doors and so on but compare the ride quality, which you already knew, shock was better. But uh, something you mentioned that I hadn't thought about was the battery and what that does
1: yeah. to the ride. So the, the 4xE is much heavier than the traditional Jeep, especially the, the Rubicon, if you're comparing apples to apples. And it's mainly because the battery is, is in, in the back seat. And, and I, I say that specifically because with most EVs, the battery is under the car. But because Jeep, it's still a Jeep and it still goes off-road and it's still as capable, the battery is actually up inside the cab under the back seat. And so it's basically right in the middle of the the car. And it's so much heavier that it just, that ride quality is enhanced because it's it's heavier. I, I've said every every uh, electric car that I've driven, I'll use the Leaf as the example, I've driven uh, a fair amount of Leafs. And out of the entire Nissan lineup, the Leaf, I think, drives the best. And it's because it's so freaking heavy interesting yep which is one of the reasons i think the mercedes drove so well compared to a lot of other cars because the mercedes all mercedes are built like tanks
0: they are heavy and that's why who's who's the neighbor guy again wendell when probably why that's I was, why wendell. wendell is driving it yeah exactly <laughs> it's a it's a great car uh that's awesome well i know you enjoyed it and i know you uh i know you always said it was a great car that's uh oh i love that
1: car and and honestly. And and I if I would have been if I could have kept it and bought the Jeep I would have, mm-hmm. but I don't have the space. We we have a two car garage and and no space on either side of the house to add. And we also have a third person living here, so there is three cars. One sits outside all the time, sure, uh, and which is not my Jeep um, <laughs> <laughs> ever <laughs> ever. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's definitely it was a space thing, and and again I don't drive nearly as much. It's sat in the garage almost all the time because there's not, honestly, it, it drives well. It's great for long distance trips, but it doesn't have a lot of room. And mm-hmm. you know, if it's just me, it's great. But when it's the whole family, especially the dogs, there's no room. There's none. So it it mm-hmm. sat most of the time if I wasn't
0: driving for work. Interesting. Okay. So I'm looking at the uh, The reason I'm not looking at you is the curb weight. It is, 5600 pounds. Well, this one says, let's see, the Rubicon says 5222. 52. That was close. Uh, but that compares to the uh, uh, 4478 on the standard Rubicon. So that's substantial. Yeah. That's 650 yeah. pounds. Yeah. That's that's quite a difference, and will make quite an impact. Yep. On right well, handling. It, right and hand. it
1: does. And the only only other downside mm. is it also impacts what it can tow. Because I think it's about that much less in towing. If I'm I no, I'm well, Okay,
0: it, it, as I recall, as I was, and I was just scrolling through. It it looked like it was pretty similar. Was the, it? Okay, uh, I, know, thought it was, I thought it was. I thought
1: it uh, was reduced. But yeah, I mean, yeah. either way, it's yeah. it still pull
0: it. Uh, Tows thirty five hundred pounds. So yeah, which is not terrible. And you're not a yeah. big towing guy. So exactly.
1: But yeah. I did need something to pull something because sure. we didn't have anything like that. So I can yep. pull a small trailer with stuff in it. So. Yeah, Go with your with your new Harley Davidson, right? Exactly, or my new airplane that I'm building from scratch. <laughs>
0: oh yes, you can tow a very tiny airplane. Yes, that's yep. called a mosquito. I think is what they. No the mosquitoes like, are oh, big. They're... De Havilland I... made made the mosquito. Really? Yeah, I saw one on a YouTube video, and they're a little dinky. I'll look I'm up De sure Hav- Heavy. Look up De Havilland mosquito. I'll do it. It's a twin day. engine. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, see, a it's YouTube. a World War II aircraft. And that's, of course, oh. why I... Well, I would guess favorite. everything was heavier in World War II. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They they made the Mosquito and up until the end of the war. And then that's where the Beaver came came to fruition because they needed to transition really quickly. And they tried to find a civilian aircraft that they could build that was not necessarily inexpensive, but more inexpensive than a, than a World War II airplane and um, mm-hmm. rugged. And uh, it was a stole aircraft short takeoff and landing that can land mm-hmm. on water snow and mm-hmm. operate well in the cold which is interesting because it's a radial engine and radial mm-hmm. engines are prone to super cooling which will kill the engine so you have to be it's not i don't understand i haven't done a lot of research but in my mind when i hear that go okay so it's a radial engine radial engines don't like super cooling but you're flying these in the north quite a bit mm-hmm. and to do stall or, or short takeoff and landing you're cutting the engine pretty quickly hmm. so that's that's just a little wonky so anyone that knows actually maybe a pilot or something that listens give us feedback you know head up to uh po- wah, wah, wah. com <laughs> and uh leave us a comment uh, you can do it in our socials as well and let us know if if a radial engine makes for a good stole
0: aircraft i you know i looked at the uh, some there are some guys who build them uh, in mm-hmm. their bush planes, essentially, and yeah. they are stall aircraft. And, yep. oh, my gosh, the, this I saw one that a guy can take off in less than 80 feet, which yeah. is just like, oh, uh, well, he, he,
1: well, he crashed that one. You know, I know which one you're talking guy. about.
0: Yeah, different guy. No. Well, same my guy that built a new one since then. That's what happened.
1: Oh, OK. Yes. Yeah. he's.
0: I didn't know he finished it. I thought he was still building it. I think he—it's the red one, and I think it's uh, if we're talking the red about the one same is the way, one he crashed. Know. Oh well, it was how long ago was this? That was probably a l- over a little over a year ago. No, oh, maybe that's yeah. Look
1: up uh, Mike Patey; you'll see which I what I'm talking about. And maybe yeah. he made the new one red. I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't honestly sure, yeah. watched his channel in a while. I, I that was, just, was I was just amazed at how fast
0: yeah. he could. And that take thing off.
1: was a monster. Yeah, I mean, he was massive. It was not a small
0: aircraft. Oh no.
1: Well, compared I, to something no, like compared,
0: yes, they're yeah. still kind of small to a compared to a, a you know Boeing seven hundred and seven or something like yeah, that. Yeah. But it was uh,
1: that that airplane was actually built on the on a frame that was. Uh, it's a very popular Polish mm-hmm. airplane.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Which you I know don't know why the Polish
1: the, airplane. I can't. I can't think of it right now. Okay. It's All a. Right. It's a weird name, but.
0: Anywho, we're going to have to check into that. Yeah, It, it I know we're it's very
1: similar. It starts with an S, I think, but it's very similar to Vega. That's that's kind of how it sounds. I think okay.
0: um, could be I like could say Se- I'm Sega? probably completely I couldn't add. Yeah, no, not Sega. That's that's a video game system. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if he crashed, he just had extra live. So it was no big deal. <laughs> he walked away. <laughs> it was at an air show oh, and well, there's
1: good. actually video of it crashing.
0: Oh, geez. Well, and, and that's, Draco, what's that's the interesting about of those, those planes. Draco or Draco? Draco. That's it. Draco. Yep. Yeah, That's the one who crashed. That. Yes, I remember the name. The tires are incredible Massive. on those things. And yes. there's such a flex in the gear, you know, when yep. when they hit. And that's that's really all of those bush planes. They, uh, yep. they uh, land and such. It's just incredible, some of the stuff. They can land anywhere. So and, have uh, you
1: been speaking of, and, and the only reason I know this is because mm-hmm. one of the guys that I watch who does a lot of the flying and actually was there when this happened, I think, uh-huh. is Trent Palmer. He has oh, a sure. uh, Freedom Fox. Yeah, I follow him. Um, he's, he's great, but he just did a, a reaction video. Did you see um, the dude, and I, I, Trevor, I think is his name. I don't remember his last mm-hmm. name, but the guy who uh, said he crashed his airplane and why he always wears a parachute and now the faa is investigating because it looks like he
0: purposely did it to to get clicks on youtube oh yeah you got to look it up it's it's very interesting well trent uh in fact it's been in my youtube feed Uh, i haven't watched it yet but says this is why he'll never fly with a parachute yeah. that's the that's the feed title. So I will yep. have to check that out. That's it's interesting.
1: interesting. It's yeah, it's very interesting because this guy was saying, oh, I always I never fly without a parachute. Well, and, and to, to the point, and that was something that I picked up right away. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a skydiving parachute, oh. not a parachute that you would normally wear in a test wow. airplane or an experimental airplane. Which <laughs> they, they basically the ones for the experimental airplanes you sit on. It's uh-huh. like a, you, it's got a little. A, butt seat with a, and then you've got the pack so it's almost like you're sitting on your seat but it's your parachute he was wearing a skydiving rig and then they're pointing out video and they actually show in some of the videos the newer videos that he actually has um uh fire extinguishers taped to his leg
0: so he was expecting to crash wow yeah of course we don't know this for a fact listeners but allegedly uh, yeah uh, it's allegedly Allegedly,
1: uh, yes, I <laughs> and evidence. and uh, the FAA is investigating. Ah, well, as they do, I feel so with it now. We're actually talking about real world events that are happening around us, even though this happened not around us.
0: <laughs> no, not even close to us. But uh, <laughs> that's all right. Okay, so Kim, we really need to uh, talk about uh, some of the things you, that we've
1: got to talk about. You for a while.
0: No, we don't need to talk about me. We're, we've been talking talk. about
1: me. We always talk about me. And I know it's my ego, but I want to hear about you, John.
0: I don't what think makes you your tick? ego. I think it's because we're entertained by you
1: as a group. this I is like group so many directions with that. It is kind of like <laughs>
0: therapy for me. This is like group therapy. I should I start like paying that. you. Now, now, actually, I think we're on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Let's explore that a little
1: bit. I got a, I got at least two pennies sitting on my desk. <laughs> I have some Reese's peanut butter cups.
0: Don't. Oh, no. Actually, I would work for that. I would, would work you? for well, Reese's good. peanut butter. You know I would. I, I'm You're going to be a Reese's very rich guy. man then because I got to. Do you put them in the freezer? Um, I, I kind of like them better in the fridge. Do you? Because okay. In the I freezer, understand. I love them in the fridge. They get kind of hard and everything. And until they start melting in your mouth, you don't get that. In the fridge, you get the chili. But they still start melting the second sure. that they go in your mouth. And you get the flavor that way. That's why right. I lean toward that okay. fridge.
1: So. We've cracked it, everybody. Now we can end the
0: program. We well, know what John does with his Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I think people were wondering about that. And would you also do the same with your york peppermint patties you know i'm not a huge fan of york peppermint patties not a sponsor so go ahead not a sponsor
1: i <laughs> I, I i don't dislike them let's just put it that way so i'll eat them if i'm given one but i don't seek them out um so you, never tried them, like, never tried them in the fridge or the freezer do
0: you scowl when you eat them uh no oh, i don't thanks scowl. thanks don't, for it's the candy <laughs> candy i don't scowl at candy <laughs> i do it some candy candy corn Scowl, yeah yeah can't do
1: that no i'm just not a... see i love candy corn i can't eat a lot of candy corn but i do love it well no
0: because you have teeth and <laughs> i know you were, and you don't Well, you were kind of hoping to keep them no I well no see, i see i don't if i have candy corn, corn if i have candy corn i don't need teeth i just stick no. them up there well that's actually a good look especially the halloween colors mm-hmm. um no you'll be spitting, spitting chiclets uh, and <laughs> oh yeah i ate a bunch of candy corn and you have no teeth left so yeah well enjoy that peeps yeah, my it, son loves peeps pc i'm I, not a big peeps fan. i'm not a huge
1: fan of peeps i mean yeah. once in a while i okay so things like that and things like candy corn i love the taste when you have just a few <laughs> or like a peep i can have one mm-hmm. but after that it's just like mm, no i don't so the conversation hearts you know, Brock's right now has conversation hearts, and yes. I don't remember which one of them changed their their uh, formula. And I hate how they changed their formula. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't remember which one it is, but now they all kind of taste good because it's been. So we used long. to call
0: them Valentine's uh, hearts, right? Valentine's, I mean, yes, yes. Now those I can eat by the handful.
1: I just sit oh. there and I can't stop, so I I literally have to take just a few and then hide it, otherwise.
0: <laughs> same with cinnamon candies. Cinnamon candies are the same thing. I do like cinnamon candies. Uh, Do you hide them where you don't know? Or do you just hit yourself in the head with a hammer so you forget where you put them? I don't not know, but I am Polish. So if
1: I put them in the cupboard, then I forget they're in the cupboard. Which explains why you knew the name of the plane. Right. Exactly. (laughs) It was up in a cupboard somewhere.
0: You're a funny man. Uh, Well, that's cool. But Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, you can eat one right after the other, too yeah pretty much yeah i i can but only at some point it's just too much and this well any goes, like, any candies M&M. well
1: yeah i say that anything that's chocolate uh-huh. i i can i can't keep eating because then i feel full and i feel oh but, but just regular hard candy no yep. i just
0: pop, pop 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 pop
1: the worst the absolute worst yep. sour gummy bears oh i okay. will if i get a bag of sour gummy bears because so here's the thing I, like we've talked about a million trillion times on this podcast, I drive a lot for work, or I used to drive a lot for work, Mm -hmm. especially during COVID, but even in any other time, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't like to pull over when I'm in the car. So I might drive, you know, I drive from when the tank is full until the tank is empty. And that's when I stop. That's what I try to do at least. So I don't stop to drink. I don't drink a lot of water. I definitely don't drink a lot of coffee when I'm driving or when I'm in the car but i do have a tough time sometimes staying awake especially if i've had a long day so candy is what i i use to keep myself awake Mm -hmm. so i usually go and i'll buy either um lifesaver mints or sour gummy bears depending on what mood i'm in but Mm -hmm. both of them i just sit there i'm like okay i'm gonna have two or three just to keep myself awake and then i'll eat one or two just every time i feel a little bit drowsy Mm -hmm. well one or two turns into the whole bag in five minutes. I just pop, <laughs> pop, 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 pop. I just can't sound You're wide awake until you crash. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and then when I crash, I'm wide awake again. Yeah. Unless I'm knocked out.
0: Which we don't want to have happen.
1: No, no, no. So, okay. so
0: yeah, I have a tough, I have to be very careful with that because I, I have
1: a sweet tooth.
0: I, uh, uh, but I'm a little surprised actually by the whole context of that, because you've told me before that, when you drive you use candy to keep you awake i thought candy was uh, someone else i thought it was a person A tall so.
1: blonde yeah no no nope. <laughs> okay. sour gummy bears that's the type of, type of
0: candy sour gummy bears i gummy can't bear. even talk about it without getting a little salivation going on cuz and i was for
1: those of you who actually do care about candy i was a sour patch <laughs> person and then I started oh, like having John the sour gummy bears, right? Do care about candy? I care about candy. Um, sour, sour patch kids now are a little bit too tart and too sweet for me. The oh. sour gummy bears are just, they're perfectly sweet and just have that a little of tartness that doesn't really overwhelm the candy itself. All right. And I also, if I eat Good too many, mouth. it doesn't make my mouth go raw. <laughs> it's a problem. It's a
0: real problem, John this the struggle is real ladies and the general. struggle is real it really is <laughs> Wow. on that note
1: oh is it time to go
0: well i didn't know if you wanted to talk more about candy i always want to talk about candy
1: I when i was at the grocery store this morning yes that person okay. i did go really it was i love going Really early in Tuesday
0: the morning. morning or Wednesday Tuesday morning. morning yep. Early. I always, i
1: said Wednesday morning last time, and I yep. and I remember saying how busy it was. Yep. This morning, there were maybe three people in the store.
0: Tuesday is your key. But man.
1: then again, it was seven a.m., so I went even Perfect. earlier than the last time, um, not by much, but just enough. Mm-hmm. And and the other problem that I had is that when I was in the checkout line, they said they didn't have anyone in the checkout because they had so many people call out for
0: COVID. Oh
1: yeah. So well, that was unfortunate, but again, it wasn't that busy.
0: <laughs> Did you have to do self-checkout or what? No, 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 no.
1: I, I, someone came and checked me out. Sylvie. Sylvie was running self-checkout and she came over. Sylvie. And yes, I know Sylvie.
0: Oh, that's nice. Is you Sylvie... get to know
1: people that work there. I don't know yes. Sylvie's last name. I just know it's Sylvie because she yeah. has a name tag and it says Sylvie and she's how, been there forever. How old is Sylvie? If you had to guess? I don't know.
0: Probably fifties. Oh, Okay. So I would guess, guess. A, one of our stores would be in her seventies for sure, because that's, Maybe. that would be. The well,
1: same she's a, done. she's a cute little um, Indian lady. Okay. So. Right. With, and she still has the accent. So I know she's, she's a first right. generation. Is that how? Yeah. No, not first generation. She is.
0: I get transfused by all. Yeah, of that I do too. Because, it's like so, first
1: cousins. I mean, we're in Tennessee. Yeah. Does it matter?
0: <laughs> to all my Tennessee Whoa. friends I just I tripped on my chair and you almost <laughs> fell over I'm that funny I almost fell over Jeez. Yep. it's like walk, watching the Dick Van Dyke episode <laughs> yeah Nick Van Dyke da, 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 da. I'm not Dick or Jerry I'm Nick you're Nick Van Dyke yeah Yep. Uh, you would have the been long confusing. lost, brother. <laughs> long, long, long. Yes, much long. Yeah, way long lost. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that was excellent. I'm glad, I'm glad. that we got that ironed out. Uh, but Sylvie took care of you, and yep, took care of me. She. I wrote about this um, in one of my uh, articles that I did, and it was a, a lady who, uh, and she had a name like Sylvie, maybe. Um, uh, Darlene or Dorothy or something, I don't know, something, but I saw her name tag as well. And I was checking out at the grocery store and she uh, just had a friendly face and I got up to the counter and I had uh, a few bottles of wine and uh, uh, just other (laughs) normal groceries and i, I oh said, I was,
1: oh so the, you were buying the wine with the groceries i thought yeah. you had said i thought you were saying i had a few bottles of wine and then i went to the grocery store
0: no. <laughs> oh i'm sorry no but that would have been better uh, and i got up to dorothy let's call her and i i said um, dorothy uh, i've got some wine here so you're probably going to want to get somebody a little older than you to ring me up <laughs> she, she started laughing and she said oh aren't you sweet and uh, that's Funny. I said, yes. And I said, hurry up, finish up. Yeah. So she, no, she was very nice, but I, it was a cute. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Wow. You have some good sayings and I've stolen them. not happen often.
1: I went into a dealership or I had a phone call with the dealership one day and, and the guy asked me how I was doing and I stole your line I oh, no. said, well, if I were any better, I'd be you. That's the John line. And he, he got so mad at me. I'm like, what, why? And I was like, why are you so mad at me? He's like, that's my line. You stole my line,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you say you stole it from Quadi. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, I've I've gone to if I were any better, I'd be twins. I've used that before too.
1: That one's good. That one's good. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I'm but awesome. I am going to use this uh, this line sometime. I wrote it down. That was what I was doing. Uh, next time <laughs> I go to the store and I see someone like Sylvie checking me out.
0: Sylvie, I've got some wine here, so you're going to have to get somebody over 18 to check yep. me out. Yep. <laughs> yeah so yes I anywho to on that note oh that was the note yeah that
1: was the note I
0: didn't know well what I figure I for. Un,
1: un, unlike you John where you just try to feel your way through it I actually look at the time on the clock. And know about when we need to
0: start wrapping it up. Honestly, I, if our most of our listeners and viewers had anything to say about it, we'd do that at about 10 minutes in. So maybe most you like, well, just stop dragging your feet. But
1: we we're doing it for the important people, the people that need 45 minutes to walk <laughs> around the block. We could just play some thoughtful walking music in the background to finish it up. Well, and you know what? In that case, I'm going to play some thoughtful walking music right about now. Have fun, everybody. I will see you next week. Thanks a lot.